it's causing us to slow down and really think about like, what do we need for our, not only our physical needs, but what do we need for our emotional needs? And we've all been going so fast and just flying through life. And this has really given all of us a chance to do deep check-ins and think about what really nourishes us and what do we really need? Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to be inspired, get curious, expand and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern healers of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zalicki. So excited you're here. Let's get started. I am so excited to introduce all of you to Dr. Amanda Cohen. She is not only the founder of SourcePoint Wellness, but she is a doctor of Chinese medicine and also functional medicine and incorporates everything with loving, mindful, compassionate medicine um, to really take care of you holistically, mind, body, and spirit. And I am just super, super 100 million percent thrilled to have her on. Um, And I have to give full disclosure, she is also my very best friend in the world. And I not only hype her up with everybody because I love her, but it's mostly full disclosure because she is the best. She does her research, she knows her stuff, and it's really a beautiful balance that she has created in all of her different specialties to really care for your mind, body, and spirit, um, and make sure you're taken care of. So thank you so much for being on, Dr. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, what a lovely introduction. Thank oh, yeah. You. I was like, I was totally channeling that. I was like, don't look at Amanda. Oh. She'll, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I am just super excited to talk about, um, you know, your experience and in, in ways that we can support our listeners right now. So everybody is super stressed out. Everybody is looking at um, the things that are not working for them, or they're being forced to look at the things that are not working for them anymore, um, not only in their relationships, but also in their belief systems and, and also in health. Can you talk a little bit about the connection of um, stress in the mind and how that you know can show up for people in the body and how you're seeing that show up now? Absolutely. I think one of the the big things that's forced us into the isolation is that I notice the people that are doing better and tend to be healthier are ones that are really taking advantage of all of the social connection online. Um, there's a lot of opportunities to connect with other people. I know like meetup has gone online um, and to really, um, you know, I, uh, you know, sharing a personal experience at your birthday party over Zoom, uh, but just really, you know, still getting that social support. There's been so much research that people who do have connection, even if it's over the phone or over the internet, do have healthier immune systems because they feel, I think, on a deep primal level more safe and supported and that they matter. Um, And I think in my practice, I mean, I'm always working on the immune system even before COVID hit. Um, I'm very gut focused in the sense that um, I find that if your gut is healthy, you have a stronger immune system. I did a lot of research um, on my doctorate to look at the connection between the gut and the brain. So I totally geek out over stool tests and looking at the microbiome and the bacteria and how we can really optimize our brain chemistry um, with the gut. And so when you're happier and you're feeling more supported, your immune system's also going to be stronger. Um, you know, in addition, I think really trying to practice compassion and kindness towards people that are in, you know, your neighbors, whoever you're cohabitating, pets. Um, I think that there's a lot of people feeling frustrated and angry and they take it out on their neighbors. So let me, I just want to loop back on something really quick. Sure. So when we're talking about connection community, you know, we are social beings. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for somebody that, because I I think the thing that I find interesting in seeing is like everybody's needing something a little different. Mm -hmm. And I think, what would you recommend to patients that 
you know, they're hearing to do these, but they're feeling a little overwhelmed by everything. And they're actually, you know, um, wanting to isolate more. Like at what point do people or Mm. patients need to isolate more and let themselves have a second versus, you know, forcing themselves, like what's the, how does one differentiate the balance of needing to make themselves more social versus like being a little bit too isolated? Like how would one know the difference that they're needing to honor that silence versus pushing themselves to be social, even if it's just a phone call? I think that, you know, patients, friends, family, you know, all the people I'm in contact with, I think it's really knowing yourself. Like I know for myself, like I am an introvert. I mean, I love people, but I do get overstimulated. And so um, I've also found this time, though I'm still working and seeing patients, this has been because, you know, I'm, I'm more by myself. I mean, with my husband and cats, but I'm finding uh, a lot more creativity and creation and writing. Um, and for me, kind of blocking out a lot of the noise has been really helpful for someone who comes from more of an anxious, overstimulated background. So to me, that feels healthy. I, but I would also think like someone who, if they know they're more extroverted, where they get their energy from interacting with people, that if they start to feel more depressed or just not taking care of themselves, then that would be the time to sort of reach out more. And I think it's causing us to slow down and really think about like, what do we need for our, not only our physical needs, but what do we need for our emotional needs? And we've all been going so fast and just flying through life. And this has really given all of us a chance to do deep check-ins and think about what really nourishes us and what do we really need? Um, We probably don't need as much toilet paper as we thought. Um, I don't know about you. I bought bought a lot of canned food. I didn't go crazy, but we're still able to get a lot of things. And I think this sort of frantic, frenetic energy can be um, very overstimulating to a lot of people. But if you're connecting over that, then you're going to feel like you need to withdraw. Like if you're connecting over fear, then that's a good time to like take a break and be on your own and focus on some creative projects and do that. But if you're connecting over um, really engaging in like, well, maybe this is giving us a second to realize like, how are we treating our, our um, neighbors, our community, our homeless um, animals, you know, what do we really like? It gives us a time to take stock and inventory about like what's important and then bonding with people over, even if it's things like book clubs online or dance classes or let's, let's take a step back. So I think this is really great. So, cause I want to connect and I'm getting this as you're talking. Um, cause I want to go over mind, body, spirit. And what I love is I feel like right now we, um, you know, building immunity for your mind, body, and spirit. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. That I just got that. So thanks guys for listening. I just, I was like, oh wow, that should maybe be the name of this episode. Um, Mm -hmm. immunity for your mind, body, spirit. Okay. So let's, let's dive deep into this because it's all going to like segue into each other. Oh, so excited. Oh, it's really good. This is actually like why I love, um, not having like crazy notes before or being like, you know, I know it gives some of my super, I mean, I know I'm neurotic, I like to say thorough, but I am neurotic. And so I prepare for things, but this is the thing that I just like love to just surrender to and see what comes through. Okay. So for mind, so mind immunity, mind immunity, what I'm hearing from you is really asking yourself, doing a mental check in on what you need to feel good. And that could be turning the noise off. And what is the noise? The noise can be not only the news, the noise could also be those relating over, um, you know, I think as humans, you know, even before this, some, we, we all have those people that connect and relate over complaining yeah, and how tragic things are. So I think that this is an opportunity, you know, what advice would you have to change the conversation with those people in our lives that are wanting to connect and relate on like how bad things are, how tragic, how are you doing, you know, it's, um, yeah. you know, so to, to not shame people if they're feeling like that, but how would you converse or change the conversation to ask better questions when you're wanting to connect with people and have it not necessarily be over the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it's a really good question. And I think it's something that, you know, I'm still treating patients. So I'm seeing people a lot and also doing telemedicine and, you know, just checking in with a lot of friends and family. And I think that 
really holding space for people where they're at. Like sometimes I feel that people need, if it's going to be like a complainy session, then I just kind of watch the time and I'm like, mm, that's about 10 minutes. I'm like, you know, just like let, let them just kind of like, instead of trying to be like Pollyanna, like, well, what about this? And you should be grateful because you're not getting evicted and da da da. Cause I think you also have to honor, like if someone's really in that space that they don't want, they want to be in that space. And, um, unless they're asking like, can you help me get out of the space? I'm just in a negative spiral. Then I will try to get them out. Um, but at the same time, we're all trying to like do the best that we can. And I think I personally, like that is my job to hold space and to listen. And so in a non-judgmental way, and I've always been really good at that. How can um, we become better listeners? Compassion. Just trying to turn the judgment off and just, I've always been really good. I think you're really good at this too, is I can literally like flip and be in the other person's brain. Like I'm like, I get what they're saying. Even if I don't agree with them, I'm like, wow, they're really in a fearful place and they just need to like vent. And But, but to that do? point, and this is something you and I personally I shared with you and we both experienced this together and this is just real talk on here connecting with everybody. Cause I think sometimes people see us and they see us, you know um, I mean, being like, you know, like high vibe and positive and optimistic. Yeah. Um, but like we, you and I had discussed this and I'd like to bring it up now is, you know, having, um, you know, uh, compassion exhaustion. Yeah, absolutely. I think, that's where I've been really good or I'm trying to be good is just being like, okay, eight o'clock at night, I'm turning my phone on airplane mode. I'm just spending time like watching my shows with my husband, you know, and just passion exhaustion is just, um, the like sort of like dial of, um, that there's been a little bit too much output versus input. Yeah. Like for me, I mean, I think even before this, I mean, I, Oh, you know, a lot of the people that I work with, a lot of my patients have had significant trauma, like lots of abuse. And I tend to work a lot with people who are highly sensitive, um, and empaths, um, you know, I'm cut from the same cloth too. So sometimes at the end of the day, though, I, you know, take really good care of myself. I'm kind of just like done. Um, and so I practice over the course of the six years, cause I did burn myself out in the beginning to just be like, okay, this is time to just be with my family and just focus on that. And so with the compassion exhaustion, I, again, I'm trying to not be like cheerleader and just be like, wow, you know, I hear you. And, you know, if they're coming to me because they can't sleep or they're anxious or they're in pain, they're getting migraines, you know, or whatever, or they just want immune support, then I can absolutely help them. But sometimes people just want to be in a place, they're just in a negative place. And um, in that case, I just kind of look at the time and be like, I only have this much bandwidth, but I know they need to hear my voice. And they know that I, I know that they need to know that I'm there. But I also have to be mindful of my own energy, especially if it's like, I've already seen 10 patients that day. Like I, I don't, you know, yeah. I, I don't have an infinite amount of energy. But I think for like, you know, a majority of those listening that, you know, I, I want to yeah. just, I want to connect that back to our listeners who, because mm-hmm. I listen to you and I'm like, of course you'd have to do that. You're a doctor and you're- Yeah, 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 yeah. But for like, you know, for everybody else out there that is not in that practice um, or set up that way and has that experience of connecting yeah. with people in that way, yeah. Um, would you say that, you know, if they're feeling combustion exhaustion and that can show up as far as like, you know, irritability uh, and irritability, not what it's like, you just need to give yourself permission to Mm -hmm. take a step back and do something that is going to nourish. Yeah. uh, It's it's filling your cup. So filling your cup up, you know, like just really honoring, okay. If you're starting to feel anxious and irritable and just really spread thin, then you just have to stop engaging, you know, okay. whether it means. Okay. So let's go, go back to irritability the check, check in. and anxiousness. Yeah. Cause I think that's something that everybody can relate to, especially now. Like we're, mm-hmm. 
all, and we all experience it differently. And I'm sure that for many people it's showing up in new and different ways. So I'd like to like, um, segue into the body element because that is so interconnected. And for me personally, and you and I have talked about this, um, you know, together is like before we were, you know, having to self quarantine, you know, very active person was working out like five, six days a week. I was feeling very good. And it's always been like a joke between us that outside of me being fed, (laughs) when I move my body and I'm literally doing movement, I am literally like a different person. It's literally like I took a drug. I like my, there's no anxiety. The thoughts and stuff don't manifest. Can you talk about, um, you know, uh, how important it is to build up immunity. And when I'm saying that in reference to this, I'm getting very strongly like self-care as far as like intuitively eating and nourishing our body with healthy mm-hmm. food, but also the movement. Why is movement so important for our immunity? Well, just also a blood flow. I mean, just from the basics of science, like if you're moving, you're like moving fresh blood into your organs, you know? So I know they say like sitting is the new smoking. Um, but I really do believe that I know, like, even just in terms of pain, like people that are sitting all day, um, have more neck pain, have more back pain, sciatic stuff, headaches. Um, and so I think you are literally releasing endorphins when you work out. So brain chemistry wise, you feel good. You're, it's helping you to detox, even if you're not sweating, even if you're just moving, it's moving things through your liver, through your kidney, through your intestines, um, you know, doing things like, you know, even just gentle flow yoga, you're like doing some twists to help things. So even if somebody goes out, so if somebody's listening and they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Dr. Amanda, okay, I'm going to move my body. So does that mean that if somebody is just deciding to go for a walk or do some light stretching, even like baseline starting from scratch, that them doing that, they can think of, Hey, 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 I'm supporting my liver, my kidneys, well, and like it's yeah, like yeah, it's it's their organs. It's mindfulness. And I think I go back always like Pima Chodron, she's one of my favorites. She wrote this book called Start Where You Are. And it's true, start where you are. And I do that in my practice. Like I'm so not judgmental about anyone's workout practice or what they're eating because I want to meet them where they are, where they are, so that we can see improvement. For me. I mean, I work out hard. I work out six days a week. You know, even I'm doing indoor stuff. I'm doing hit and bar and different things and running. But I also am so happy when someone's, you know, been sitting and they just said, hey, I did like 15 minutes of like yoga stretching. I'm like, that's awesome. Like that fresh blood going through your organs and through your muscles and like you're doing something. And and so I think just see where you are. And if you're completely sedentary and you go for a walk, like that's great. You've, you've started to climb. And I have a question though. I'm going to step back. And this is my own geek nature. Cause everybody knows I'm like, I like love rituals and I love, yeah. I like, so I like, yeah, I you do. This all the time. like I'm such a dork. Like I love, like we, have, you and I have joked about this, but like my favorite thing in like documentaries about like athletes or in movie sequences, I love like the, the montages, was that the right word? Where they like show them like working out hard and like all the things they do. Uh, I like love that stuff. So can you share a little bit? How has, like, how are you keep like, cause I feel like what it comes down to is like the discipline, the self-discipline for that element, because I'm just going to be really vulnerable here. Like I've had a trouble with it. I've had a trouble with it. I've had a trouble with it. (laughs) it. Like I love group, you know, like I am very much will push my body and push myself more when I have somebody next to me. Yeah. Like it's just, it's very motivating. And so I've had to meet myself where I'm at in this new experience and be like, okay, like you need to not have this all or nothing attitude. Cause I literally went from like working out six days a week to now I'm like, maybe a couple times a week and it doesn't feel hard at all to me. And there's a lot of judgment around that. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've been personally working through. Um, but like, how has, have you had to adjust or, sh- cause you just shared that you're still like the way you describe your workout now sounds the same as it was before, but yeah. is it really the same or have you had to like sort of meet yourself where you're at now, if that makes sense? Like, have you had to adjust where you're at now at all? Or does it feel exactly the same to you? I mean, I think, 
I, even though I'm like a little airy fairy looking, I'm actually like very, um, what's the word? I, I, you know, I'm very disciplined. Like I, Oh, I think you're very, I think you have incredible um, boundaries with, I don't even want to say boundaries. It sounds so like, yeah, it's, It's, you know what? You're very devote. I think, okay, this is my own projection thing. This is just what I think of you with it. Okay. (laughs) You're always right. So Oh, right. great. Oh, words of affirmation. Yeah. Oh, relax. I'm going to show all, all wise, Diana. No, <laughs> I feel because your whole life you have had to experience um, so many different parts of um, tuning into your body and um, health, both in your body and, and mental health and everything. I think because you've worked really hard to uh, get in touch with yourself that way. And then also make that your job and your practice and helping other people. I think for you, I feel like one of your baseline pillars of who you are in this world is being fully and completely devoted to yourself um, and the well-being of yourself. And so that's something I think of. So I don't think of it as like boundaries. So it's like kind of like, right. Like devoted to your movement, you you know, devoted to like, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I mean, just, I grew up, we always went to the gym. Like that was like, we were very, um, that was just part of always like, that was just something. And then, um, my husband who I married, he like literally does like a hundred pull-ups a day. Like he works out for like two hours. And so that definitely helps, but even without, we do different things. I mean, sometimes we do the hit classes together. Um, I'm just talking about since we've been quarantined. Um, but it's a commitment to my more, it's like my mental health, honestly, because I see it as strength. Like I, I mean, I, I do cardio, but it's more about like the strength training because I see that in itself as like being strong for myself, being strong for the people I love and I can't, that are in my care. Um, I just, I have more energy, I have less pain. Um, and so it's, it's a commitment to my physical health. I don't do it for weight loss. I don't do it to fit into jeans. I do it for my own well-being because I just feel great doing it. However, if I'm feeling really depleted, I don't have the energy, then I don't have a problem taking a day or two off. Like, I mean, I, I really try to honor the rest piece. And I think that that's a newer thing because I usually would just push myself where I would do like weight training in the morning and then run after work. And I was burning myself out. So, um, do you feel like you're having to, um, not rest more. Yeah. But do you feel like in this time with everything going on that you're having to let your body and your system rest more than before? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of power naps. Um, you know, we go to bed usually by 10. Um, but I, I, you know, I really value that. I think also for myself, because, um, I was diagnosed with this, um, rare and I don't know if it's that rare, but this inflammatory, um, condition, genetic condition that basically would put my nervous system, um, into like constant fight or flight. And that was my life for so many, so many years, despite how well I was taken care of. Um, and so now I've been treating it. Um, it's related to mold actually, which, you know, I can talk about another time, but, um, but now that, that my systemic inflammation is so much better, I just realized like my brain is so much happier. Like, and so I was kind of when I was um, exercising like really hard all the time, I mean, I still do, but I don't do it for like two hours, you know, like I'll do like under an hour. Um, it was trying to almost run away from that anxiety feeling. I was trying to get it out. Um, so I that, that shifted for me. I, I And I want to loop back to something, uh, you know, the last note with body, because we talked about movement. Um, and, you know, something that I love that is always you you hold very dear as far as guiding people instead of like what is trendy in the moment um, is like you are very magical, but you also base, um, you know, everything on, you know, the actual facts of your research and research for individual patients. So, um, you know, just nutritionally, um, you know, as far as like looking at like foods that people are like uh, allergic to or mm-hmm. cause inflammation, how connected do you feel? And this is a question that's just like poking up. Um, how connected do you feel is our um, internal um, 
intuitive eating connected with the results you see with like blood work or tests and what is actually good and not good for our body. Does that make sense? Uh, let me just rephrase, like, let me just make sure I understand the question. Is intuitive eating match up with lab work? Yeah. Do like, you see that happening ever? Or is it often? No. No. Okay. No, no. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like it depends how in tune you are with your body because I think that, you know, a lot of times we eat for our brains or our bodies, but a lot of times we're eating for our soul. Oh, okay. Stop and, there. That's the nugget. Okay. So, oh, you're so good. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Okay. That's the nugget I was looking for. Mm, I'm just snap. I can't really snap. Okay. So how can we balance in this time where, you know, maybe some people are not having access to as much fresh veggies and stuff, you know, yeah. like, you know, um, how, how would you advise somebody to balance between, um, you know, feeding their body and brains and functioning to be in optimal health versus mm -hmm. also, which is very important too, is the, um, eating for your soul and your heart and the nourishing in that aspect. Like, how would you balance those two, especially in these type of stressful times? Yeah, I think it's, it's um, definitely like looking at, again, like, like compassion and mindfulness, like, okay, I am chugging these brownies, not in the like, oh, I'm savoring this, but literally like feed, feed me, like, you know, like almost like you could just take your hand in a birthday cake and just like eat it. You're like, okay, something's upsetting me emotionally. And this is self-soothing behavior and that's perfectly okay. And then tomorrow I'm going to have green smoothies and eat healthy. And I'm not going to judge myself because some part of me needed to do this. And you know, if you end up having diarrhea, you feel bloated. It's like, then you don't take it. So, <laughs> no, but you don't take it so seriously. You're like, well, yeah. I needed to do that for my soul. I, I used to feel that way with these. Um, oh, they're so good these like lumber lime chips that they're like, Oh, those are your, those are, I like yeah. that. Those are like your version of Doritos and they're like, not. Oh, that they're bad. so good. Well, like, I haven't had them in a while, but, um, didn't I get, I did you get the ones to eat the ones I got you? I did, but I don't eat them as fervorous, fervorously, for, uh, as ferociously. ferociously. I, I was like, yeah. I don't even know what word. I don't know. I, yeah. I was trying Can to make like part. three of them and like put them in the top cabinet so you can't reach it. No, but I did. No, but I do feel like any lime, like, like lime flavored chip item. I think it brings me back to college with Tostitos lime chips. Well, I was like, like excited like when Doritos. I saw it. I was like, yeah. I was like, Oh, this um, is Amanda's version of Doritos. I'm definitely a savory person, but I'm, I'm hundred percent gluten free and dairy free just because I know I don't feel good when I eat so, those things. So, but, so let, let, something I want to touch on. So in all this stuff we're talking about and people are listening and they're like, um, okay, I don't have any support with that. Can you talk about something that I thought is so amazing, um, that you have been offering and are continuing to offer, um, is your telemedicine services. Yeah. So is this something like what we're talking about as far as, you know, um, our mental health, but also like physical health. And what I'm just talking about now, as far as like nutrition and like things that I'm taking, is that something that, you know, our listeners can connect with you on like over the phone? Absolutely. Is it support yeah. on that online? Definitely. I mean, I think so kind of like anyone inside of California, I call it telemedicine and anyone outside of California, I call it health consulting. Just a little, it's the same thing, but just a little bit different wording. Okay. So anybody um, in, in the world can yeah. consult with you. Yeah. No, I have patients outside of the, the I, I have, you know, outside of the U S for sure. Um, and I just shipped like a giant package to Denmark. So, I mean, okay. I definitely, um, a lot of the telemedicine I do, um, because a lot of people want like immune, especially now, like immune support, stress support. So I, I, you know, I'm always combining different modalities. So a lot of it is, um, you know, seeing what's going on. And I do spend a lot of time talking with people and like getting all their symptoms and then, um, prescribing herbs or supplements. I can run labs, um, and anywhere in the U.S., I don't so know if I can run labs. Can still get labs, like if somebody yeah. is, is some, you can. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome! Yeah, so I can run labs. I just send you to like your local lab core. Um, so basically, I'm like primary care integrative medicine. So, but I specialize in really bridging east and west. So when I talk about west, it's more like from the functional medicine perspective, which is looking really at systemic. Um, issues and not like, oh, this is just your gut or this is just your brain or this is your hormones. It's looking how everything's interconnected 
And so I tend to like, when I look at a regular lab, I have much, like I can tell a lot from a regular lab that, I mean, I love MDs. I work with MDs. They're wonderful. Um, but I look at a little more in depth, um, then you can actually tell quite a bit. So if someone's coming to me, they already have labs and I'll take a look at anything, order whatever else um, and ship them out herbs and supplements and then, you know, do follow-ups. I do it over the phone or over Zoom. So somebody um, that's listening could book a session with you to um, go over, you know, um, you know, all the different things that they're taking right now. And would you, and you yeah. could advise them for next steps, even if they aren't getting, um, you know, lab work immediately? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what's great about Chinese medicine is that all I, it's crazy. I mean, this week I've looked at so many tongues, uh, pictures of tongues because we can tell like so much about, we kind of, what your symptoms are. You tell me what's going on. And then I look at your tongue and you can tell so much. You can see. Why? Like, Why on the tongue? Well, so I can tell like if the sides of the tongue are red, usually that means your liver needs some support. So like you might be having some irritability, frustration, um, maybe some pain. If the tongue is puffy and has like teeth marks, that means you're not fully absorbing your food. So we need to help with your absorption. Um, tip of the tongue, if it's super red, it's a lot of anxiety. Um, if it has like a yellow coat on it, depending where that is, I can tell if it's like in the bladder, large intestines or higher up in the stomach. It's like a um, map. It's a map. To no, your- it's a map. It's a map. It's wonderful. I mean, we do in person, like we take the pulse also, but which is not, I'm just not able to do that over a distance, but, um, you can tell a lot. And, um, but I know. love that. Cause it's like, yeah. I, I just like the, I love the idea that, um, you know, um, I've been a patient of yours for so many years and I love when I have personally done telemedicine um, sessions with you, it doesn't really feel any different to me. Yeah. Um, and I love that you can just look at my tongue and, and, you know, um, be able to guide me that way. And I just love you sharing that because, you know, you, it's not like somebody's listening and like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have yeah. with her. It's like, you can. Totally. So you I love that so much. So I want to move on to our last pillar of immunity because it's going to tie into something I'm very excited for you to talk about um, in a minute. But um, so we talked about mind, we talked about body and let's talk about spirit. So what are ways um, that we can, and how does that look to build immunity with the spirit or our own spirits? Build our spiritual immunity. Just keep yeah, build our spiritual immunity. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know, and it, when I say build immunity with that, like to me, the word I'm getting immediately is just connect with. Be deeply, yeah, um, you know, yeah, have that connection with. Well, like the first thing that came to mind when you were saying that is really like sacred space, like creating some place in your home that you feel really safe, and it's just like your little corner or whatever. You know, I have that. I have a couple little spaces at my our apartment, but in my office, I actually feel like my office is a sacred space. Oh, it totally Not just me, but like everyone who comes here, it's like, it's very very magical. magical. Mm -hmm. Um, and really, um, say like, for example, like when the whole, we got quarantined, like, um, me and my husband were like a little like bickery snippety at each other because we were like both transition, you know, to working at home. And I realized I was like, God, I'm saging so much, like all this stuff. And I was like, well, we just, just be nicer to each other, you know? And like, um, so I think I don't That's separate- so funny. I feel like so many couples listening can relate to yeah. that. I, I just love that. Like we're saging. Yeah. Oh, we could just be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Like we're like selenite. Sorry, that was just really funny. It's like, you know, then we sage each other. We're like, oh, sorry. We thought, you know, <laughs> he's like not magical at all. It's hilarious, but he's totally open to those things. But like, um, really, um, being responsible for your own space and like your own energy is really big. Like I said, I don't separate mind, body and spirit. So I feel like it's kind of a harmony between them. And then I find when I am in like a scared or anxious or fearful place, if I start to connect more with spirit and it could be like, there's a lot of wonderful things like being circulated around about um, connecting to like a higher purpose of what's going on. But I love what you're saying. Can you dive into that? That's a very important nugget that you just shared. You just shared, you find that if you are feeling anxious or scared, Mm -hmm. that it's the time to like 
get uh, why am i getting this? i'm like getting like get down on get down on your connection that yeah. that it's when you, you need to double down on that can you talk more about that i think that's so yeah simple. i think there's so many ways to connect to spirit i mean obviously like writing is a really good one just like say you're in a really foul mood <laughs> which uh, you know it happens to all of us just like writing that out and then just kind of like, you know, you could burn it or whatever. Like I find sometimes when I'm overstimulated, this isn't really spiritual, but I'll just like uh, turn my phone on silent and I'll just like read. Even I'll just give myself a half an hour and I'll just like read something fun like fiction or or just kind of, I have a lot of different spiritual books. So I'll just like flip through something. Oh, let's talk about this. Do you talk about uh, sacred space? Because I really, really liked that. And I like that in the sense of not only creating sacred space for within your home, but also within yourself. Yeah. Um, and something that, you know, I'm going to bring it up because I love it. I think something that um, allows space for that is, um, you know, your morning ritual, morning intention. Can you yeah. share like an example, like of what when, okay, so if you're about to like have a full day of talking with patients all day, you're yeah. going to be supportive. And this could be for anybody relating. They're going to, you know, yeah. homeschool their kids all day. They're working from home yeah. all day to give themselves that little time in the morning. Can you give us a sample of what your morning ritual looks like in connecting, um, you know, to spirit and your spirit? Yeah. So um, I get up and I make my matcha tea. Um, and then I always have chocolate in the morning. It's like, it gets me out of bed. So I love the Trader Joe's organic dark chocolate. It's very good. And so, and then I have like a, it's like a hundred year old Indonesian wedding day bed. It's like, it's like filled with like a boho, like sheepskin and anthropology pillows. And it's like my little nest. And so I get in there and, you know, I pull some cards, I meditate, I do a little journaling. Um, if I have more time, I might just like read my book a little bit. Um, and, you know, I try to do that um, kind of before I even check my phone, but I've been kind of bad about that. I try, I, but it'd be good. It'd be good if I just didn't check my phone first thing in the morning. So I'm going to try to stop doing that. Thanks but doing that because I think we all do that. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think I would feel better if I didn't. Um, so it's more about like connect, like connecting in before I engage with the world because I'm so sensitive and I like take on so much stuff. So if I get like a weird email or I see a post that's like, you know, this cat is lost or, you know, or like, you know, whatever, <laughs> like I, I can't, I, I can't, like I, it throws me off. So it's like, like, just kind of that little day bed is like where I nap and where I read, but I don't do work there. It's just my meditation area or reading area. Um, and my cat Charlie meditates with me and, um, yeah, I use, I mean, honestly, sometimes it's like, it takes like 30, 40 minutes, but I'm not meditating the whole time. I'm just kind of like, you're just having your crystals. Own. It's and like I whatever I feel like doing. It's just like yeah. your your um like your sacred space time. And I think for anybody listening, it's like that can look like reading. It can look like writing. It can look like just having yeah. coffee, looking at your yard or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, whatever it is, that silent moment of giving yourself permission. Yeah. So something that I want to touch on because this is connect to connect. This is going to connect to the th other offer you have um, offering that you're doing to support everybody, which I just think is so next level. Um, something that is so important in these times where we can get caught up in our emotions um, and just, you know, lots of change and change can be exhausting. You know, it's like, you know, when we're constantly adapting and figuring things out, like, you know, that alone, that change, that shift can be exhausting for us and our systems and our mind and body mm -hmm. and spirit. Um, so it is super important to stay grounded and something that you're offering that I love that I feel like is a great, like, um, quickie <laughs> that takes care of us to be connected and stay grounded is this really special new modality of healing that you have created that is combining. And this is so epic, everybody that combines acupuncture with Reiki. What is that? Can you please share about that? Because I don't know anything other than that you did a session on me and I literally felt like I melted off the couch down to the floor and I was like, Ugh, and felt really, really, Aww. really good. 
Thanks. Um, so, well, I've been doing acupuncture for a very long time. And even before I started acupuncture school, I think I got um, certified in Reiki one and two. Um, and then um, this past, was it this year? No, it was 2019, I guess. Oh my gosh, it was. I, I feel like everything's yeah. here. Um, both of us got um, trained in Reiki one and two by our dear friend, Andrea who is in Brazil right now. And she's amazing. And so we learned, or, you know, I relearned how to do distance healing. And I was like, that's so freaking awesome. You know, you learn these symbols with Reiki and you're able to heal people anywhere in the planet. I'm like, that's so awesome. So I was thinking, well, why don't I see if I can like, you know, do that, but then also get more specific and add acupuncture points to that. So I was just like practicing on people for a long time and then the um, coronavirus hit and I started to just offer it, um, you know, it doesn't take very long, it takes like 20 minutes to half an hour um, to do kind of um, this uh, distance acupuncture. Um, and it's been, you know, people are loving it. It's been super busy. Um, I, you know, I'm still seeing people in person, but I'm seeing even more people doing this more um, acupuncture, like telemedicine acupuncture. When they do that, they uh, still, you know, it's like having a session with you. Yeah. So, person, so they, you know, they can yeah. talk about what's going on and then you can right. get into it. Yeah. So we have a check-in. It's kind of like if you were in my office anyway, we just like check in for a bit, see what's going on. Obviously, if you're a new patient, we take longer. And then, you know, I mean, stuff like, you know, neck tension, um, migraines, headaches, uh, congestion, difficulty breathing, um, groundedness, sleep, and, you know, insomnia, everything that acupuncture can do, it's the same. It's the, it's the same. I mean, I even had people feel... Um, you know, I'm doing it with my mind, but people are like, whoa, I feel the points going in. I'm like, oh, that's so crazy. You know, and, um, but yeah, I mean, I've been, you know, been, you know, really booked doing this. Like it's, it's something that I was doing for fun is like an experiment and ended up just being really beneficial to a lot of people. And it's awesome because a lot of my patients, um, you know, are still are in quarantine and, and don't want to come in. And so, they're able, we're able to still work on their immune system. We're able to still calm their nervous system. Um, and it's, it's awesome. And so now what's cool is that I have my own patients, but then new people are coming in and I get to meet so, some amazing people all across the world. So I love this so much. Jess. This yeah. Is so amazing. So outside of, you know, being able to see you on, you know, virtually, which is just, it's such a gift. Like how lucky are we that we get to like connect with people this way, you know? It's so, amazing. so is this distance acupuncture Reiki something that I would have to, like, is that something that I can learn? Like how, yeah. like, good segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So right now, I'm developing a course, an online course to teach people how to do it. And so I'm combining like my eight years of training, including my doctorate, um, to kind of break it down. I'm collaborating with um, my mentor, Jen Kosh. She's in Canada. Which you guys have listened oh to God. her on the podcast her. before. She's amazing. Yeah. And so she's going to be doing the Reiki portion and help and co-teaching um, because where this is like a combined modality. And then I'm going to be teaching everyone. Um, obviously I can't teach all 400, 500 points, but I'm going to teach everyone the top hits, the top hits. And also basically the points to nourish the different organs and, and different support, and then the um, points to clear. So you, you know, it's kind of a nice, it's great tool belt. Um, and then I'm also going to be helping people kind of put it all together. Like this would be an immune protocol. This would be for insomnia. Um, and anyone can do it. So this is open to everybody. Anyone that's, that, um, you know, has wanted to be a healer or, you know, is a healer, but wants to be able to, um, 
expand on what they're already doing um, or you start to practice something where they can help people from a distance or if they're already doing distance Reiki to be able to get more specific and layer in the meridians, which is going to be, it's, it's freaking amazing. It, um, I'm so excited. I just, yeah, it's going to be like a semester. Like it's going to be like quite a big course because <sighs> there's so, so much good. knowledge that I'm packing in there. And I always try to like, even with my patients and everything, break it down to like really bite-sized shoes. So it's like, you can't learn this in a weekend. You can't, you know, this is like, I I can't think of a better teacher or person or doctor to create such a course. Cause it's like, you know, just in my years of being um, your patient, I've learned so much. It's like, you really do empower everybody that you see. And it's like really great. Cause I have like all these, you know, Chinese herbs that like, I kind of geek out over a little bit if I'm like, oh, I feel this. So I'm like, it must be this because this will support da 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 da. Yeah. Like I you're feel getting, yeah, you develop a relationship with them. Yeah. Like I I, I love I, that. Like it's really fascinating. Like I intuitively like I have my, you know, what I like to call my Chinese medicine cabinet. And yeah. you know, I've always shared with you like when I've had travels, like some of my friends I've traveled with who've had different tummy issues and like you have different like you know, herbs that support, like if it's tummy issue of cold, a tummy issue of right. food. Right. Right. And then it's like, I felt yeah. like, I felt like your little like, um, apprentice, um, that I was like, I was like, yeah. able to, I was like, Oh, it's this one. Like, cause I had my Chinese medicine cap. Anyways, I do. I like went on. Right. No, you really no, but you really, that's the thing. That's what I want. I want everyone to feel like everyone's like, wow, it's in Chinese and it's so esoteric and it's out there. It's like, no, we can all do this. Like you don't have to go spend as much money and time as I did, uh, in school. I mean, obviously you cannot use needles. Like this is completely needle free oh, yes, training. Yes. Um, but you're tapping into the, you should put that as your line underneath the needles, yeah. no training. needles, but, but you're, I mean, it's energy medicine. So the needles love this. are doing that, so but much. it's this way. It's like so freaking awesome that we can have all these people like healing people across the world. Like that's my dream. Okay. So I have yeah. a question about this course and I don't know if yeah. this is going to like add on to it. And I know this could dive into like a whole nother podcast, um, talking about it, but something that outside of functional medicine, outside of intuitive, you know, you know, I've said that, you know, I very much feel that you are a medical medium. Like you really do connect the dots and more like I like 99% of the time it's like right on the money. Like, it's just, it's, you, it's incredible. Something that you incorporate, which I think is so amazing. Um, and I'm curious if you're going to put this into the program, cause I really genuinely don't know, mm-hmm. um, your like sacred geometry and your goddess downloads. Cause you've been doing, you know, yeah. goddess treatments. Is that something that, Ooh, like, is that something that, if I were to do a distance Reiki acupuncture appointment with you, that I could receive one of your goddess treatments as part of being in the, well, I got excited and I, I wasn't clear. So could I receive a goddess treatment from you as a patient? Yes. Number one. And number two, is that something that you would be teaching in this program? The goddess um, treatment? That's advanced. So I've already so planned like, that out. So yeah, so basically like, oh. like you got to get the basics down so that okay. you can treat pain and you can, you should be able, like, it's like, that is, I feel that you have to get rid of pain first. You have to be okay. good at getting rid yes. of pain. Okay. And I got then, it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to be teaching that. What I've done is I've created different, um, acupuncture treatments based on different goddesses. And a lot of it is derived from my teacher, uh, Dr. Mickey Osanke. He does um, esoteric acupuncture, which I do a ton of. And um, it's combining sacred geometry and the chakras. And so I kind of built upon a lot of the knowledge that um, he taught me into connecting with the higher realm. Um, But it's something that it, you know, the points that are used are much more, um, they're not like your everyday points. And so it would be like too much, but I, what I'm planning on is doing the, the first course to teach yes. people how to sort of activate and get in and be able to do this over a distance, how to treat pain well, how to, you know, boost the immune system, how to calm the nervous system. 
Um, and like some general, like, okay, these are really good for supporting the blood. This is support, you know, the energy, whatever. Um, getting really comfortable with like the theory of Chinese medicine, um, in a, you know, it's clip notes because I'm like, I'm saying I'm condensing eight years of knowledge into, um, I love this. I this is going to be so yeah. epic. Is that coming out? Do you feel that was September in September? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's because yeah. I've outlined it and I'm writing it now with Jen. Um, but then, yeah, so that's like level one and then level two would probably be working more on the esoteric realm and the goddess realm. Oh, I cannot and, wait. I yeah. cannot wait to like do this course. Like, I think it's going to yeah. be so amazing. It's going to be so fun. I'm really that's excited. So like, amazing. It's, it's really, you know, in, in such a dark time, like I, this makes me so excited because it's not only like my goal is to empower everyone that I work with, like whether it's patients, friends, family, like I love boosting people up and to give people a tool, um, to be able to heal people with your freaking mind is amazing. Like we can all do it. I mean, I think you have to be spiritually inclined. Like I think if you're like, I'm deeply rooted in science. I have a master's in research from UC Irvine. Like I'm a nerd, but I totally believe in magic and, and all of that stuff. But if you don't, you know, if it's, you're just like, oh, that seems cool. I'd like to learn that, but I don't really believe you can do that. Then I don't know. Um, but I'm hoping that the people that do sign up are people that are already kind of tapped into um, knowing that we have such capacities to heal once ourselves um, and to others. And um, you don't need to be, um, you know, I mean, this is not really designed for acupuncturists, honestly. It's designed but what if for I'm people. an acupuncturist and I want to like learn how to do the energy work with this? Yeah, you, yeah, abso absolutely. It's just some of the content would be um, a little bit redundant. Um, well, what I'm doing is it's my own take on it. So a big part of, of Western medicine and Chinese medicine is it's very masculine. And I love men. I very, you know, feel very great, but there has been a, you know, a shift a lot. And so part of my take in being a doctor is bringing the feminine back into medicine. And so what that is, is like empowering patients, teaching, um, really practicing kindness and compassion and like being where, like meeting people where they're at and, and explaining things so that you understand, like I go through the labs with everybody. Like, do you understand why this is happening? And do you see this number? Like, so it makes sense. Um, and so I really am teaching it in a way that's, the, the Chinese medicine model was very much developed on like the military. And so what I'm doing is based on the goddess. So I'm actually assigning different organs to different goddesses. So you will get some goddess. You oh, know, well, we're going to learn about them. We're going to yeah. learn about them in the first one. And it's my take on it. Like, I feel like, you know, the liver is Durga, like definitely, you know, and it's oh like, Oh my God, I am and, and so, so excited. I did not know that you were like assigning yeah. goddesses to different organs. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, so now I'm just going to geek out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So like, who did you assign to the heart? I, I was, you, you know, I'm kind of like, I, I outlined it. Gosh, sorry. I'm I not sure. Like, I can't say for sure, but is it was Durga's liver. Durga's liver for okay, sure. Who's the spleen? The spleen might be Hathor, um, and the the heart. You know, that's a real, that's a big job. That is a big job. So, you know what I I just got what the heart is. Hmm. It's literally all of the divine feminine. Yeah, it's Gaia. It's it's something. It's something like Gaia, or you know, something. Oh, you very, know who I just got? Who it is? Who? Um, she was like, she literally came to the front. She's like, hey, 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 hey. Who? 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 Teresa Villa, because really? her whole thing is about the seven chamber, the seven, um, I'm probably going to botch this up, seven chambers of the heart. I love her, but she's not a goddess. She's a mystic and ascended master. Yeah, but still divine feminine. Well, I'll definitely take her into consideration. I do well, love that her. That was just a shot down. But no, it's just like, it's a big job. I, you know, I have to decide who's going to be the, okay, well, that's the empress. Okay. It's the, who's going to be the empress. She doesn't have as empress vibe as there are some other goddesses that might be more empress. -like. Okay. So, but, but I, I'm right, definitely open to it. My first, yeah, but, but she's going to have a role. I want, I want there to be, because when you're talking about like Chinese medicine, the emperor, um, or in my medicine, the empress, um, has 
um, like a chief of staff, is a deputy, all these things. So oh, yeah, we're going have, have to sign, we're going to sign. Um, okay. Anyways, I'm just very excited for when that happens because yeah. it feels no, like, it's like combining it everything like, I love. It, it feels like, um, you know what this feels like our conversation, right? The second is it feels like, you know, when you're a little kid and you're like, I wish I could name the crayons or lipsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm definitely over like, the suggestions no, no, and collaborations. Um, cause I think that it's, it's all really exciting. And I think part of who I am is like, um, even with patients, it's like collaborative. Like, what do you think? Oh my gosh. You're right. So you know, collaborative. And it's, I like, feel that way with students too. Um, yeah. I think, I think I'm just so excited for this and I'm so yeah. proud of you. Like I just, I'm like, oh. so away. I just think this is so amazing. And I am super, super excited to announce to all of my listeners that source point wellness is going to be a sponsor of the healer dealer podcast. Yay! I am just super, super uh, passionate about source point wellness. I'm super passionate about everything that comes out of there. I feel like it is so truly supportive of mind, body, and spirit. I've never felt so taken care of in my life. I've never felt so empowered to be in, um, in deep knowing and understanding of my body and being in communication with that and really um, thriving with all of the tools that are at you know my disposal. And it's just like, we're constantly changing, we're constantly shifting, we're constantly adapting to the new versions of ourselves because we're, what is it? Like every 90 days, we're like a completely different cellular yeah. up. Um, like you need support for that. Everything isn't gonna work for every point yeah. in your life. And I think it's super, super, super important important to keep that in check and really apply those different new tools to your new self. And that new self is with your new way of thinking, your beliefs, the way you are anchored in your heart and your soul, and also how do you take care of your body. So I am just yeah. super, super thrilled and excited um, to have Source Point Wellness as a sponsor. And I'm not going to have anybody on here as a sponsor that isn't doing something that I 100 million percent stand behind and that I've personally experienced and that I know is going to make a difference, not only in your life, but like everybody around you. So super, Aww. super pumped and super excited. I'm going to cry. I could cry. I felt a little <laughs> up. I'm just like so <laughs> proud of you. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm I, so proud of you. Look at this amazing thing you created all these wonderful guests oh i just I, I love this and i think it's so perfect and i think this is so great and again everybody that's listening like these are just suggestions so if it doesn't feel good to you don't do it try it on see if it feels good maybe there's one little thing that dr amanda has recommended or said that feels good to you try that on and it's like you are allowed to change your mind and it's just so exciting there's nothing but opportunity out there for you if you allow it to be an opportunity so thank you so 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 much dr amanda i am thank so you. so thrilled to have you on and i think these are really great tips and a really great check in for our listeners um, to really empower themselves uh, to be the you know empresses of their lives and yes. the chair to decide um, you know what is going to take care of them and how they can support themselves because if we can't support ourselves we're not going to be able to support anybody. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, definitely. And thank you so much for having me. And you know, feel free to reach out with any questions or anything. Oh, and I'll give all the links and everything for everybody. So remember yeah. guys, you can totally book a session with Dr. Amanda for telemedicine, for Reiki acupuncture. I highly recommend doing both. I think it will be fully supportive and you're going to be addicted as soon as you do it. So, um, I, oh, I know I am. So, um, I'll do all the links and stuff so people can follow up and you can follow Dr. Cohen. I'm oh, sorry. I always bounce back between Dr. Amanda, Dr. Cohen on Instagram at source point wellness. Um, she has so many great tips on there, such great free information that she has so generously shared her favorite products that you can order from her. And it's all the real deal. It's nothing is, you know, there's nothing that she is sharing that is not something that she has tried many times herself and has had the research to back behind it to know that it works. So I literally um, do all the things that she recommends um, most of the time. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm saying that. And if and, you don't, I'm always gentle with you. Oh, I don't, she's very gentle. I don't like, yeah. like literally I did like a food test with her and it's like, you're, you have a wheat allergy. And then I'm like, 
oh, why am I so bloated, Dr. Miranda? I like ate my feelings for a few days. It's like, it's like, hello. Anyways, I am just super, super excited to have had you on. I know I've said that a million times and I'm super thrilled to announce you as a sponsor. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Are you looking for kind, compassionate and mindful medicine? I am so excited to share with you about SourcePoint Wellness. SourcePoint Wellness is an integrative healing oasis located in Los Angeles that combines Chinese functional and spiritual medicine along with a bit of magic. Dr. Amanda and her team of experts offer virtual healing services to anybody in the world, including integrative telemedicine, herbal medicine, distance acupuncture and Reiki, goddess acupuncture, Akashic readings, chakra balancing, healing energy work, EFT, and customized breathwork. Literally everything and anything you need to be fully supported, mind, body, and spirit, Dr. Amanda and her team at SourcePoint Wellness has got you covered. Follow them on Instagram at SourcePoint Wellness or email Dr. Amanda directly at drcohen at sourcepointwellness.com. That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer Podcast. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review and let me know what you loved about this episode and what you want to hear more of. Until then, do what feels good. Know that you are always supported and it is your birthright to have all the things you desire. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zalecki. Thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.